Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Good morning, everyone, and welcome inside Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. We are here talking sports until 1 o'clock at 412-928-9370. That is also the number of the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Peters Township, or visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. And our show today is brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. PNC Bank. That's the decision you should make. Number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. And Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about at Iron Rock Tap House, a great place to watch sports. We have Nate the Great Haluschek back there. Hello, Nate. How are you today? Fantastic, Bob. Good. Good to be with you. So I know we have a lot to get into. Where do you think we should start? Steelers. Right? It's, a, it's championship weekend. We, you should be comparing the Steelers to these no, teams and saying, how can no. we get there, right? I, I mean, we've done a lot of that, so I'm going to bypass that topic for now. Okay. <laughs> but Because uh, that leads to a whole offseason worth of stuff for the next three months. There's going to be plenty of stuff to talk about. I think people know pretty much what the Steelers should be doing. At least I do. I, I think fortify trenches. And, I, and I'll bring this up because and it's a good starting point, but thank you, Nate, for that. And here's why. People think defense doesn't matter in the NFL anymore. They think it's all about offense. Okay, yeah, I get it. You you have quarterbacks, you can make things happen. And certainly when you have Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy, okay, I'm not going to throw him necessarily in that group yet, but he's done some pretty amazing things, which is why I said last week he should be considered the rookie of the year. He's not even on the ballot because he didn't play enough. But yet, to me, I wait all of his games, how significant they were. Third-string quarterback, seventh-round pick, no experience, didn't get much in the preseason, all of a sudden thrust into a team that has high expectations, and he would be the weak link. And he has not been weak. He's been strong at that link position. So the bottom line is he should get more consideration. But, you know, when you think about all of these teams and you think about offense, what we saw last week was a pretty good indication how defense still matters. Cincinnati, despite all their offensive weaponry, went into Buffalo and limited them to 10 points. That tells me about defense. That tells me about what it means to have people who can make plays on defense. When you look at San Francisco, which I think is an interesting matchup today because the Eagles are one of the best running teams, San Francisco has allowed zero 100-yard rushers this season. Haven't had one. They shut it down. Both those teams are great on defense. The Eagles have 70 sacks, for goodness sakes. You win with defense, too. You still can. You still must. So that should not be ignored as the Steelers move forward either because they have some needs there on the defensive side. But, again, the bottom line is it's not necessarily just all offense. People are led to believe that when you go against teams that are not necessarily equipped with uh, good defenses. You can pick them apart for sure. 
but you also need the defense to come up with big plays to limit those guys. It will be interesting to see, you know, what Cincinnati can do against Kansas City. And again, I just told Shelby that that game to me is one of those games that Kansas City must like the fact that they're sitting here and nobody is even giving them a chance. It seems, uh, even though that line has gone up and down based on you know Patrick Mahomes' ankle. However, yesterday in practice, Travis Kelsey left with a back injury and suddenly appeared on the injury report as questionable. So that would be a huge loss if he's out as well. But the point is, you're going to Arrowhead, and I know Joe Burrow's had success there. He's 3-0 and against them. Good for him. Um, he's been able to, to deal with that defense. But I think Kansas City is going to play that up a lot. There's been comments like Mike Hilton called it, Burrowhead Stadium. That's a little bit much. And if I were Joe Burrow, I would go to to Mike Hilton. I say, Tom, Mike Hilton and say, hey, Mike, it's enough pressure trying to win an AFC championship game. Don't be putting that on me. Um, you know, Joe Burrow is a cool cat, as they say. He's one of those guys who likes the pressure, has thrived in pressure situations. And he won there last year. Can he do it again? I'm not so sure I'm going to bet against the Chiefs. But then again, the injury situation may change my mind on that one. Anyway, what do you think? Call 412-928-9370. This for sure is going to be the youngest group of quarterbacks in championship weekend ever. Uh, when you look at the average ages of uh, Hertz, Purdy, Burrow, and Mahomes, 25 years. That's it. It's the youngest foursome of quarterbacks we have seen in championship weekend. So we have that. If you do want to delve into what the Steelers need, that's fine. I, I just, I've talked so much about it, and we all have, that I think Maybe it's sometime due for a break, be just because we're going to get into that more as we get toward the draft and free agency. They certainly will have some money to spend. They're going to restructure contracts. They're going to do a lot of that. So you would think that they will have – they may not be you know, still the team that's going to go and give the biggest deals in free agency like Jacksonville did last week, for example. But what they, what they could do is certainly fortify positions that need to be fortified. And you can do that through the draft, but you can also do that uh, when you're talking about spending money. All right, so that's one thing. The other thing we have going on this week, we had the Baseball uh, Hall of Fame, and this always bugs me to a degree. Some years you get nobody gets in, a class of zero. This year is going to be a class of one, and it's Scott Rowland. You know, good for Scott Rowland. He had a tremendous career with, I don't know how many gold gloves he had, approaching 10. Uh, his average, 281. In today's baseball, that's still pretty good for a guy who was around 17 years, won a World Series. Uh, you don't see many third basemen go in. I believe the last was Chipper Jones to get in. But he barely got in. This is his sixth try, and he barely got enough votes at 76% versus what you need is 75%. Other people who didn't get votes, Todd Helton. He, to me, he's a Hall of Famer. A-Rod and Manny Ramirez, both way down the list. They're still eligible. They're not going to get in. They're going to have to wait for a senior committee, just like we see with Fred McGriff this year. He was elected by a special committee. Uh, Barry Bonds out of it. He's going to have to go that route if he ever gets in. But you had other guys. Andrew Jones to me. Nate, you remember watching Andrew Jones. I thought he was, to me, a Hall of Famer. When I watched him play, I didn't see anything that made me think otherwise. And here he is struggling to get up to where he has to go. Only 58% of the vote. Why would you vote against Andrew Jones? I've seen nothing but good things on his resume. You know, I, I think at one period of time, he probably was the best center fielder in baseball um, for – for a few seasons, and he, I mean, backed it up on great teams. He's got the titles. I don't, I mean, I'm with you on that one. I, I, I thought it would be a little more, it will be easier yeah. for him. You're a baseball savant. That's why I need to ask you this. Billy Wagner, I think Billy Wagner, when I talk about left-hand closers, 
he was terrific. Closers are tough just because of the specialized nature of their job, but, I mean, he was one of the best ones. Hall of Fame, though, I don't, I'm not sure. I, he has some moments that are just really bad, like the, the homer he gave up to poo holes and stuff. They're, I don't know. I, I think it's a fun debate. It is a fun debate, and one that goes on and on because of all the morality issues that you have to consider if you're on that panel. And I know Ron Cook is on it, and he's been very, very consistent with this. He's believed that, that if it's on the if that's part of my instruction, then I have to consider this stuff. And that's fine, except I would revamp it all because I still think it comes down to who's on the field, how you play on the field. I'm not going to worry so much about, you know, guys, what they do. I can't control it. I can only control my vote. When I see him on the field, how did the guy play? And if he's Hall of Fame worthy, he's Hall of Fame worthy. 412-928-9370 is the number if you want to comment on that. Just a shout-out real quick to the Pitt wrestling team and also the Penn State wrestling team. Uh, we don't get enough time to talk about wrestling, but, man, Pitt went on the road last night and beat a really good Virginia Tech team. I think they were ranked 7th in the country, 26-12. Uh, to 12. That's pretty much a you know domination. And Pitt comes home sometime later this week. They take on North Carolina. I'm not sure what date that is, but it'll be at the Pete, and it'll be a big game match uh, for Pitt Wrestling. On the other side of it, you got Penn State and Iowa, number one versus number two last night. Uh, you can't get better than that. Uh, that was up at uh, University Park, and Penn State won pretty convincingly against number two Iowa. And, uh, boy, they got, they got a machine up there. There's no question about that. That's good to see for local wrestling as well. Another note I want to throw up because we did a feature on this kid this week is Vinny Cuccini. He's with Aquinas Academy, at least to a debate that we often have, Nate. And this is it. Uh, th- he's 30 points away from erasing Tom Pipkins as the number one all-time scorer in the WPIAL in basketball. Uh, our executive producer, uh, Craig McConnell, spent time with Vinny Cuccini. We put together a nice little piece on him. And he's, he is a scoring machine. He had 57 points last night. But the question that comes up is how would he fare if he had to go against teams like Aliquippa, um, you know, others, Lincoln Park. But to me, I he, he shouldn't be penalized because he goes to Aquinas Academy. That's where he goes to school. That's sort of like a Sarah Catholic school, you know, on that level, Geibel, whatever. They still count. They still play games against people. You know, he's just doing what he has to do. And he's not someone who's just firing the ball up all the time, although their style of play helps them. That's a uh, Loyola Marymount type of. You remember Pat Westhead, or Paul Westhead? I mean, Paul Westhead. He's a. It was up and down, shoot within seven to ten seconds, and you just go up and down, which I kind of like that. It tests your endurance, and the more shots you take, it also makes it difficult to make shots when you're tired. And but he's been great, fifty-seven points. So I give him nothing but plaudits for that. I'm not going to sit there and say, well, he wouldn't have done it against Aliquippa, or he wouldn't have done it against Jeanette, or whatever. I'm not going to do that. He deserves it. He has it. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy and Penguins and Sharks tonight. As I said to Shelby before uh, we came on, the Penguins are a team that's a good team that, if healthy, can be a real good team in a postseason if Tristan Jari's healthy and playing at his capability. Which, when you see it, it's All Star level. He's had two All Star appearances in four years. The problem is his availability. He's out again until after the break. There's only one game left. They get a long break, which is good. It'll suit him well, but. Uh, I thought Casey DeSmith played well the other night in Washington. The Penguins came out flat, allowed 22 shots. He was the reason they were only down one zip. He's not good in shootouts. Okay, don't penalize him for that. Uh, I thought he was good in that game, and he had to be good in that game. So they got a point, not two. Washington won it in the shootout. But the Penguins are going to be lurking at the very edge of this, I think, all the way until April. You know, they're going to they're gonna be a team that has to 
continue to get points when they can get points. And tonight is a prime example. San Jose's not very good. San Jose has a good player, and Eric Carlson, uh, he's been on top of his game, but they scored an empty net goal last night, and they still lost somehow. They went to overtime and lost. So come up with points when you can. Get into the uh, you know the playoffs, and then you, you'll see what happens. Ideally, you don't want the second wild card to take on Boston. That would not be a good matchup the way Boston's played all year. Ideally, you'd like to get in the third position, which is available, but there are teams bringing, breathing down the Penguins next as well. So this is a big game tonight. Your thoughts on the Penguins as well? Call me, 412-928-9370. We're going to take a break. This is the Bob Pompiani Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shop. Overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back as we roll along here on a beautiful sunny day in Pittsburgh, 412-928-9370. That is the number to call. And a big thank you once again to PNC Bank. Make today the day. Check out their virtual wallet at PNC Bank. You can shop 24-7 with Expressway at number one Cochrane. Make sure you do that and ride in style with all the great vehicles they have available to you. Number one Cochrane. And Iron Rock Tap House in Greensboro. You want a great place to watch games today especially tomorrow go to iron rock tap house what a great vibe what a great place great beverages food camaraderie and you'll get to watch the best right there on some big big screens at iron rock tap house uh pitt is playing a big game today uh, very big because they're taking on number 20 miami number one that's at the peterson event center pitt's coming off a two-point win over wake forest one that they almost let fritter away but it was a game in which they, they had 18 three-pointers which is uh, a school record this Miami team doesn't do that all that much. Not not nearly as much as Pitt does. They don't shoot as many threes, uh, but they're pretty efficient with it. Miami uh, is a team that's coming off a big win over Florida State, and you might remember Florida State beat Pitt pretty handily here. Well, they crushed Florida State 86-63, to and they almost shot 60% from the field. So it's a big game today at 4 p.m. You're going to hear it right here on your home for Panther Sports at Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. In the meantime, let's go out to the phone lines at 412-928-9370. Bill in Pittsburgh is first. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bob. Hey, just a couple comments. Uh, I think Roger Goodell hit a home run with these matchups this weekend for the playoffs. I think the TV ratings are going to be through the through the roof. 
And uh, I also wanted to say, the Steelers' 32nd pick uh, on that draft night, they're going to have 24 hours to, to analyze who they want, correct? Because they're only going to get over through 1 through 31. Yep. It's the first round, and so, then rounds 2 and 3, and then the rest of them the following day. Yeah, so they're going to have 24 hours to get this draft pick right. So I think that's a big plus in their favor. And I, I think they're going to have to get Kenny a couple more weapons. I think they should go after Jordan Anderson also. And uh, I'd like to see another tall receiver drafted with a lot of speed. Well, first of all, Bill, I will say I don't know that I'm going to reach for any receiver. Uh, if one falls in, the, you know, when they pick 20th, then, you know, maybe I'll do it. Um, but I, I think they have to also, as I said, you look at these teams that are that are right now in the Final Four. Uh, we talk about their offense, but their defenses are all real good. I mean, their defenses come up with plays when you need to have plays. And even though it's in vogue to say, well, we'll talk offense, and that's fine. Uh, but but yeah. but the numbers but, indicate that these defenses are good enough. I mean, if you in fact they make it difficult on any offense. Some of the best ones. Josh Allen was under siege last week. You saw Philadelphia come after quarterbacks, and I wonder if Brock Purdy's going to be able to stand up to that because of their defense. San Francisco just uh, is a takeaway machine. Uh, they led the NFL in plus minus. So, yeah, I yeah, would I, I would like I to see. Of, I, I, I don't think you're going to. So, I if did. you're telling me if you have a shot of a, a Jordan Addison in the first round versus a really good tackle, you're going to take Addison. Well, I just think over the years the Steelers' offense is getting a little a little bit conservative, and I, th I think they need to open it up. And like you say, uh, I don't think defense really matters anymore. It's all about points. And, no, I don't uh, say that. You know, I said defense still matters. I said defense can yeah. still win for you. But it, but the thing is, they need the people they have. George Pickens is going to be an over the top guy. They should have gone down the field more to him. I think Fryermuth over the middle is good. I think what you think of Deontay Johnson, there's a lot of bad because he didn't score a touchdown. He had drops. But if you put the ball on the money, he can give you the yak yards that they lack this year. And I think Pickett's uh, ability to get the ball in accurate positions will make everybody better. They have Warren out of the backfield. They have, uh, I think, a guy you haven't even seen, Calvin Austin. They have big expectations for. Whether or not he'll live up to that, I have no idea. But he's the fastest guy on the team. So they have people there. And, yes, I would agree with you that if I could add to that group, I will. But I'm not going to make it a priority over some of the things I need, I think, in offensive line or big-time defensive playmaker. Do you think they're going to move Mitch Trubisky out of here then? Do you think he's making too much money to sit on the bench? I think it's their call. Uh, he's signed, and Art Rooney the second told me the other day that they're going to, you know, that he's the backup. And there's nothing wrong with having a big insurance policy. Some will say that's too much money. I will say if Kenny Pickett gets hurt and you need somebody, he's a pretty good guy to have on your roster. What do you do with Mason Rudolph? Well, Mason's going to move on, and I think he should move on. I think he, you know, everything that happened this year made him believe that he needs a new start someplace else. And I, I think he'll get one. I don't know about starting, but he'll get a better opportunity somewhere. And listen, uh, Mason's a, a smart kid, a good kid. I think if he has another opportunity, he may, you know, take everything that he's learned in his first four or five years in this league and put it to good use. Um, and, and even so, even if he's back up somewhere, he's going to make enough money, you know, that he should have a pretty good career for himself, I think, even in that role. Well, before I let you go and make some predictions here, I'm taking San Francisco over Philly, and I'm also taking Kansas City over Cincinnati. Wow. You'll probably be in the minority, Bill, you know, because I think people think Cincinnati's going to go in there. I'm not going to underestimate Kansas City. I'm not. They have too much yeah. talent, even with some hot guys hobbled. Um, I think Andy Reid's going to figure them out. Andy Reid got something for them, I think. Well, if if Mahomes can't move, 
You know, last week I thought Jacksonville made a mistake in that they, they should have realized when he came back into the game that he was not going to move. Therefore, his mobility factor is not going to be a factor. And they should have understood they were going to get rid of the ball quickly, and they did. All of his passes, I mean, two seconds out, uh, so you can't touch yeah. him. And I think you're going to see Andy Reid do that today. I think Cincinnati should be aware of that because that's going to be the best way for them to move the football. And their run game, I still believe Pacheco's the kind of guy they could rely on if they need him to. Uh, don't be surprised if they come out and try to run the ball a lot more than they normally yet, do. And the other thing, too, if Lamar Jackson plays in that Cincinnati game, that playoff game, I think I think Baltimore beats them. Okay, They shouldn't even be going where they're, where they're at right now. If Lamar Jackson played, you, you know it and I know it, that Baltimore would have won that game in Cincinnati. Well, I don't know if I... I don't know if I'll go that far because I think Cincinnati is still a very good team at home. But, yeah, he makes a big difference. They had absolutely no threat at quarterback, and that's why they need him, and I wonder what they're going to do with him down in Baltimore. Bill, thank you for the call. Appreciate that, and I hope you have a good day. Let's go down to Youngstown, Ohio. Greg joins us right now on the Fan Hotline. What's up, Greg? Hey, Bob. Now, who made the Hall of Fame? Is it Scott Rowland? That's it, yep. So, Dave Parker's not in the Hall of Fame. Al Oliver's not in the Hall of Fame, and Bonds isn't in the Hall of Fame. Is that a joke or what? Yes, it is, especially with Dave Parker. Because Dave Parker, his numbers lap everything you see from Scott Rowland. And there's no reason for him not to be in the Hall of Fame. Al Oliver has certainly a case to make, and I think Barry Bonds is a shoe, and he should be a shoe, and it should have been first ballot, should have been. But they're not going to do that because of all of this stuff that's uh, there's out there with um, you know the steroid story. So... Yeah. Well, I, well, I hope well, they change well, blame, the rules. Blame Ron Cook. Blame those guys who don't want to vote. The no, guy I don't in. blame Ron. I blame the system that's set up with a morality clause. To me, it's hard to, to actually. To, there are some people who I, I'm sure are despicable people who are in there, but they never got caught with anything. So, are we saying that? Oh, yeah, we have a morality clause. So everybody's in here. Everybody's great. They never had any. Of course, they. People are people. They have struggles every day. They deal with stuff. Uh, but if you're allowed to play the game. I've always contended that you should be able to judge it based on what you see on the field. And if they were allowed to play, and not only were they allowed to play, but baseball capitalized on them as being, you know, rock stars at the time, then why are you holding it back at the most important time when it comes to Hall of Fame and Shrine? Oh, it's a joke. Hey, let me ask you a question. You should ask Rooney, why don't they bring back those uniforms from the 70s? I I hate these uniforms we wear. I wish they'd bring back the block block numbers and – Go back to the old uniforms. Everybody wants them back, and they want those yellow end zones too. I mean, uh, give the people what they want. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I wish I had more time with them. There were a lot of other topics I would have gotten into, but um, I hear what you're saying, Greg. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it as okay. always. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. Uniforms are interesting. Did you happen to see Nate the uniforms for the uh, uh, stadium series coming up between Carolina and Washington? I love Carolina's uniforms. I'm not so sure of the Capitals' ones. I think they're kind of lazy. They kind of look pretty similar to their old ones, and the Washington Capitals one I heard was compared to a Natty Light can, and I thought that was pretty accurate. That's what it looks like, exactly. So, I don't know. Uh, bottom line is, um, those games are fun to watch. I think people like events. I don't think they overdo them yet. They may be tempted to do more of them. I hope not, because you got to make them special. And if they're special, they work. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. Uh, we'll continue here talking about whatever it is you want to talk about, whether that's the Steelers, these games this weekend, uh, very intriguing matchups, pit basketball. We have the Penguins. I do want to get into the Penguins more, just about kind of what they've done to themselves in terms of making it almost impossible to make a move given the salary structure and where they are in it. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Beautiful day in Pittsburgh. So glad you're joining us here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Thank you to PNC Bank. Make today the day and check out their virtual wallet. Number one Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane. Dot com and Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about in Iron Rock Tap House, Greensburg, located right next to the Westmoreland Mall and the Live Casino. 412-928-9370. We were just talking to Nate about stretching. Like, so he got on the floor and showed me some stretches he was doing. And I try, I'm gonna have to try these things. You know, it's one thing you take for granted as you get older. You're stretching and your pliability. And like I, I like to play golf and I th- I always think it helps me to go in and, you know, lift light weights or whatever, it really doesn't make a difference. What what should make a difference is more stretching. So I'm going to do that and take your advice. You showed me a good stretch, but I should do more than that, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's stretching is going to loosen up everything, and you're going to feel a lot better. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, but I have some, I need someone to show me how to do it right way because I, if I do it my way, I'm going to end up hurting something. I know it. You, you know? Mean, you're in the sports media. you got to be around some of these uh, – Sports media types. Next time you go to Penguins game, ask the trainer maybe with a, a stretch you can yeah, work. I've with. done that. Good idea, but I need him to actually do it for me. I want to lay on a table like I've seen how these athletes go about it. They lay on a table and the guys do all the work, right? They they move their arms and legs in ways that I need that to start out. But anyway, thank you for the advice. I appreciate that. Nate. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy is the number to call as we continue to roll along here, talking about some really great matchups in the uh, AFC and NFC championship games. Um, and when you look at some of these specific, I don't know which one of these intrigues me more because I really like San Francisco-Philly, arguably uh, the two best teams in the NFC, without a doubt. I mean, San Francisco started slowly, came on, 15-4 and four overall, two seed. Philadelphia's the one seed. How can you do better than that? Sometimes you don't get those matchups. But the Eagles at home are going to be tough. They like to come out and score early on some of these games, and I think San Francisco has the kind of defense uh, with D'Amico Ryan as their defensive coordinator uh, that they can they can neutralize that at first. Certainly you have to worry about Jalen Hurts. This is a, a team in Philadelphia that they score a lot of rushing touchdowns. They had some of the biggest totals in, in running the football. And last week, 268 yards running. Uh, that's how they won. They took a lot of pressure off, you know, Hurts who was hobbled a little bit. So, uh, 35 rushing touchdowns. I think if you look back in time, you'll find that the Steelers of 76 were the team that had that many in one season. And that was the year where they lost, um, you know, Bradshaw. They were down to uh, Kruzik at quarterback, and they had to hand the ball off a lot. So they did. Uh, but also, including the postseason, this defense in Philadelphia has 75 sacks. 
Now you think about that. 75 sacks in one season. That's that's all regular season plus one one playoff game. That's where the and that is going to be the number one issue when you look at this game. How will Brock Purdy be able to handle that? Uh, we saw last week he had to do some of that, moving out of the pocket, running, and he was up to the task. It wasn't his best game, but he certainly did what he had to do to make plays on the one specific drive to move down the field and cash in on points. Can he do that against this defense? This defense has been made to make big plays at big times, and one of the key guys on it is Javon Hargrave, former Pittsburgh Steeler. A lot of people have said recently, well, they should have tried more to sign Mike Hilton, which I agree, they should have. Uh, it wasn't all that much much more money. At the time, they had both Cam Sutton and Mike Hilton available for extensions, and they went with uh, Cam Sutton. I think they probably should have gone both. But in the case of Javon Hargrave, I don't think there was any way they were going to be able to give the kind of money he got in Philadelphia here. Just because they had it, they had Hayward, they had two big deals already, they couldn't afford another one. So salary cap implications do play a role. So that will be interesting to see what they do. Darius Slay has been good for them. They got playmakers on their defense without question. And as far as San Francisco is concerned, Christian McCaffrey, what a trade it was uh, to go out and get him. And at the time you thought, well, Carolina's just selling off players. They got a lot. They had to give up a lot to get him. This guy can still play. He's healthy now. And, man, you you do it in the pass game with him, the run game with him. Uh, he compliments Elijah Mitchell. Uh, you get Kittle. You got Playmakers everywhere with Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. And this is why I say that Brock Purdy deserved more consideration for Rookie of the Year. It's tough when you come into all that talent with their offensive line as good as it is, and you are the person now who has to navigate through these critical games and not lose. And he hasn't. 7-0, 14 touchdowns, 2 interceptions. I give him a lot of credit for being able to step up. And yes, the system makes it easier. I guarantee that's the case. But you still have to be able to execute when things don't go the way you had originally planned. And, and they faced that last week, and he answered that call, I think, pretty well. So we'll see how it goes, but um, that should be a fascinating game. That's the first one tomorrow, the second one, which is on KDKA, and will force us to do our showdown show live tomorrow night at 11.35 or in that ballpark, depending on how long Cincinnati, Kansas City goes. That game is at 6.30. Let's go out to Gus in Beaver County. Hey, Gus, how are you today? It's a hockey night in Pittsburgh, Bob, and all my best to two old airport buddies, EJ and Mike Lang. Hey, Bob, looking at this Penguins team and looking at what's going on with Tristan Jari, my heart goes out to him that he can't stay healthy. And I think Casey DeSmith is a decent backup, okay? But we can't be giving up 48 to 49 shots on goal against the Anaheim Ducks. And I see, I think we lead the league the Penguins do that is, in giving up shots on goal. We need to change our, our way of playing. It's not going to work, guys, especially when you have people like uh, Casey DeSmith and, and Dustin Tokarski backing up and Tristan's playing with an injury. So I think we, we need to look in the mirror, Bob, and, and, and change our style somewhat, whether it's going to a left-wing lock or, or trap. I mean, the, Mo the Montreal Canadiens won – uh, many Stanley Cups playing like that back in the 70s, and they still scored some goals. What do you think about Well, that? I would agree, Gus, that they need to uh, – I'll put it this way. Their top two lines are not going to play that way. They should be defensively aware, and I think they are largely. Um, but what they have to do better is when they get a lead of then changing how they approach the game after the lead is in your pocket. You cannot continue to play the same way you do, trying – 
If you do, you're going to end up going back and forth, and we've seen too many breakdowns from them. Odd man breaks the other way. Shot totals are up there. There's no question about that. But, yeah, you want to play your game, keep the puck in the defensive zone of the other team. I get that. But when you have a lead, sometimes chipping and chasing is the best way to go. Don't make fancy plays at blue lines that turn pucks over and go the other way and give other teams an opportunity that they really hadn't earned. So, to that degree, I I, I certainly do agree with what you're saying. But uh, they still need help on their bottom two lines. They can't keep just – and it's good to see that O'Connor and Heinen had good games the last two games. They need more from them. They need uh, – Jeff Carter, quite frankly, he's been a disappointment. He has zero points in nine games. They need his line. They've moved him off the of center, put Bluger there. Um, you know, I think that – kind of handicaps them a little bit in what they can do so largely they got their own this is their roster it's not going to change all that much I don't Gus I don't see how they can make a trade or if you do make a trade who do you trade to get what you want but and Bob you know what I kind of question our scouting I know we gave up a lot of draft choices in the last five to ten years to be at this high compete level but you look at what's going on at Wilkes-Barre and it looks like the, the cover's bare and a lot of these younger guys, like you look in the old days, you bring up a Tommy Kunackle and a, and a Gensel and a Russ back when we were making our Stanley Cup runs. I don't see that happening right now. Last thing, Bob, I want to give a shout-out to Ronnie Francis and what he's doing out there in Seattle. The Kraken are Kraken. They're pretty good. Oh, my goodness. And you know what, Bob? We got Jamie Alexiak. We got Jared McCann. We got Brandon Tanner out there. I know the Pens couldn't keep all these people but he really has assembled a very nice team. They're fun to watch. And I enjoy John Forsland. He's the play-by-play guy out there. I think since Doc Emmerich retired, he's right up there with the best NHL play-by-play man going. He really – Yeah, he does a lot. Game. Very good. Thanks, Thanks Gus. Thanks my call, Bob. All the best to the Pens the rest of the way. Let's hope they can get Jory healthy and things work out for him. Yeah, I'd like to know how he injured himself, though. That's kind of a weird situation. But, yes, thank you for that. And as far as Seattle is concerned, you know, Jarrett McCann, Joel Nelson, who's making a shift change here with Nate the Great, did you know that he leads the NHL in shooting percentage? Jarrett McCann. The How about that? Penguin. And Tanev, I always loved Tanev. I just thought he was the consummate, you know, fourth, third line guy, whatever. Uh, makes a big difference on your team. And, they, you know, they were set up because of the draft and because of the expansion situation they were in. And after Vegas, it wasn't as good as Vegas, but they got a lot of stuff right off the bat. And, Ron Francis has done a pretty good job with that team, no question about it. 412-928-9370. All right, we're going to continue uh, in our number two here, talking about not only the AFC and the NFC championship games, but more your thoughts on the Penguins. Pitt basketball, uh, big game today against Miami. Man, I miss the days of big games at the Pete, and this qualifies as one. Jim Laranega is one of those coaches who's been around just like what you saw from Leonard Hamilton in Florida State forever. And he knows how to build a team. They have a very good team coming off a big win over FSU, a team Pitt lost to. So uh, Pitt, Pitt has – we'll talk about what they need to get to an NCAA tournament. Do you think it's realistic? They're currently 14-7, and 7-3 seven, seven and three in the ACC. What win total in both overall and ACC numbers will get them at least to be considered or in maybe the bottom four, the bubble team, whatever the case may be? That's all coming up. Right now it's time for Fan Weather, which is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Silverados, Colorados are back in stock with a great selection. Stop in or online at sunchevy.com. Today, cloudy, even though it's sunny right now, but it's supposed to be cloudy later. 45 degrees. That's a nice little temperature for January the 28th. Is that what this is? January the 28th, I hope. Yes. 
Tonight, considerable clouds, rain, and snow showers late. No accumulation expected, 39 for the low. And tomorrow, remaining cloudy, a couple of showers, high of 43 degrees. That's your weather. We have more coming up. Call right now, 412-928-9370. All things Pittsburgh sports and beyond right here on the Bob Pompiani Show, Sports Radio, 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 